0: Hey! Hi. Is that... That, was, that, that a was pretty... That was
1: pretty uh, pumped up.
0: I know. it was a little too pumped up. Um, how's it going, everybody? It's been a while. Almost a year. Yes. Almost. And somebody at work was like, why aren't you doing the podcast? And oh, so, really? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you about it in a second. Uh, okay. you're, you're working on a cocktail right I, now, for uh, course. What are you working on?
1: I'm working on a Laura Palmer.
0: Okay. So we had a whole conversation about this. And... You know, we have many super fans of the show, obviously, and uh, we cannot find an episode where like, where we drank a Laura Palmer. This is one of our favorite cocktails that I think we've been making as a couple, I mean you usually I make them, but what, like six years, seven years, like long before this podcast, and it's one that we always make for people when they're coming over. Right. Uh, it's a classic, and... Uh, well, it's not a... No, it's a classic for us, not yeah. a... Uh, cocktail classic um and yeah like i don't think we actually did an episode and so i actually was looking through and uh, i mean i'm not going to give away the names yet but there's a bunch of other cocktails that like we drink on the regular that i think we were just trying to be clever early on and kind of missed some uh some of our basics so yeah yeah and
1: it's actually a funny story behind this one because uh, there's a bar in San Francisco on Market Street called Blackbird. And it's kind of in the church and market area. Yeah, Castro. I um,
0: always called like Upper Church. Upper, upper market, market, Upper Market. Upper That's Market, Lower Castro. Yeah.
1: Um, and they do really great cocktails. And they often have themes. They had a Game of Thrones menu, which was really cool. Anyway, I had this one a couple of times and thought it was so good, I asked the bartender for the recipe and he kindly gave me the recipe.
0: And um, uh, so, I, the the reason it has its name is so Laura Palmer for fans of. we oh I'm totally blanking. What's the name of that? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. I was gonna be like Fire Walk with Me, which was the name of the movie based off Twin Peaks, but that is wrong, because uh, I saw the movie first before the TV show, so yeah. it's just always gonna be a Fire Walk with Me to me. Um, so the cocktail is Michael's stirring it right now. We got these new um, for for two drunks. We got like mega-sized beakers, so you can make, like, multiple, multiple cocktails at once. Yeah. Uh, or as we call it, one serving. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a stirred cocktail. It's kind of got a clear thing. Mike will go through the ingredients in a second. But what makes it a Laura Palmer, if you remember at the beginning of the show, Twin Peaks, is Laura Palmer, high school sweetheart, innocent girl, or is she, uh, is found, her body's found at the bottom of a lake. Is it a lake or
1: is it a river? It's a, no, so it's right. on the shore of it's it's the a shore lake. Of a lake. Yeah, All it's right. a lake.
0: And so this cocktail has kind of got like murky... Well, it's not murky, it's clear. But it's like yellowy colored. It looks like a martini. It's up. Uh, but you put a uh, maraschino cherry just in the bottom of it. Uh, oh, is that maraschino? Do you think maraschino? These yeah, are the what? dark ones. What's a luxard? Luxardo cherry. Sorry, maraschinos are this gross, like, electric... Right red ones that I don't know why anybody wants. It. So this is like a dark kind of thing. Uh, Michael will post this on our Insta feed. Do we have
1: an Insta feed for this? No, but I can post it on Twitter.
0: An Instacart? Do we have one? Okay, we'll check Michael's Twitter for... Uh... Actually, can you post oh, the recipe along too? Yes, yeah, so yeah, I can what? actually. Yeah, because this, this is a great cocktail. It only requires two or three ingredients that you should probably keep around your house anyway. It's true. Um, and we're we going to cheers. We suck the water out of this lake. Drain the lake, Michael. We're part of a search and rescue effort. Mm. Isn't that fun?
1: So it's really, it's kind of a variation on a martini, essentially. And that Mm. means it's got gin and a kind of fortified, or like a wine, uh, fortified wine. And this is Botanivore gin. So you find a very herbal gin. Botanivore was from San Francisco, from Alameda. St. George's. uh, Uh, Yeah, sorry, St. George Botanivore. Um, and then it's got Lillet Blanc um, So that's like the fortified wine And then Like a vermouth is a fortified wine Yeah, so. yeah, yeah Vermouth but, like, it's all it, like, but it's a little sweeter Yeah, yeah um, It's more like Yeah, uh, I think there's also white vermouth Is, is comparable And then uh, Benedictine Which is a very sweet um, herbal liqueur um, And yeah It tastes very nice this Very so refreshing delicious. So good. It's got like like The gin lends that a
0: very yeah, it does have like whatever. a pine, a sweet, pine. That's I know it's a weird way to describe it. Yeah. It also tastes like a beautiful high school girl whose life was cut short, and only the mysteries of a small town and a delicious slice of pie can solve it.
1: It's funny because the, the, the kind of pininess also, you know, brings up the uh, logging and the, it you know, it's in, yeah, it's yeah, in it's sure, the, uh, Washington or
0: whatever. Is oh, it yeah. in Washington? Yeah. It's across the border from something. Canada. I mean obviously it's shot in Vancouver because everything's shot in Vancouver. Okay, so to give a quick life update, because I don't I'm sure we did in the last, and we've only done a couple episodes since we've been here, and I'm sure we have, but the majority of our episode episodes up to this point were all in San Francisco. But we live in New York now. We've been here for two years, which probably shows how many episodes we haven't done in the last two years. Uh, we bought a place near Chelsea, kind of near Union Square. We work at Rent the Runway, but none of our views here are the views of our employers. (laughs) Obviously. Uh, But I think we share most views, so, like... That's true. But this is not an official communique. Uh, Oh, yeah, our company became a billion-dollar company recently. A unicorn. A unicorn. And one of the very
1: few, I think there's maybe 15, 14, 15, founded by women.
0: Uh, Like, that's not just tech. Right. Just to be clear, that's, like... If a woman oil like made an oil company and it passed a billion dollars, you're a unicorn. Like I think the unicorns we think of are like Uber, yeah, like Airbnb, Um, which are a little different. Like actually, because I think that list Jen doesn't take enough credit. Um, Hmm. No, Um, we we should have one on here. I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) she bugged. Get drunk and talk loosely <laughs> on a well, shitty podcast.
1: Uh, also, it's extra amazing because uh, she's eight, nine months pregnant, I think, as well. Mm, mm.
0: Um, I can't even imagine. Yeah, she just raised like one hundred and twenty-five, twenty million. Or so. I don't know. Anyhow, she's awesome to work for. Uh, we're having a great time working our butts off, uh, both uh, doing a ton of stuff. All the oh, yeah, I'm like, I work on like warehouse stuff now. Or, like, technology, but, like, for warehouses, which, before this, wasn't really anything I got involved in, but apparently I've got a knack for it, and work with some great people. Yeah. So, our work, our life is basically work, 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 work. We don't work late, though. leave relatively on time, but usually you have to, like, go out for work stuff after work, um, which is, like, the hidden thing, right? People are like, oh, I work till 10, because they're, like, sitting there typing something i know mean, no, i work till 10 because i gotta go yeah be nice to people Ugh, it's the worst michael i know having to be a kind empathetic human being ah <laughs> uh, ah uh, that's, that's why i'm always looking forward to the weekends where i can just be cruel to you <laughs> yeah that's, in our own home. that's great um so
1: things that are happening right now that i've been yeah, enough lost. about us
0: Enough about us
1: Well, I mean What else is there I don't know I feel like a lot of our listeners Are very invested in our lives Yeah uh, We have a new So we've got three uh, Nieces and nephews now We just had a
0: nephew Yeah it was easier It was just nieces You could just say mm. nieces Now I'm like I know nep- Does
1: anyone have Tweet at us If you have like At Wham Show If you have any like What's the group of Nieces and nephews
0: Nephew M niece niece feels I don't know Like, it's weird to gender it to me. Like, I don't understand that. Also,
1: what's super interesting is the two words are very different. Uh, Like, etymologically, I'd say. And then, also, if I remember correctly. Well, nephew
0: sounds Greek. And then niece sounds like a part of French. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, I don't know. I don't
1: think, like, I don't think the words in French are the same. Well, anyhow, yeah,
0: yeah. tweet at us if there's a good gender neutral, because like I don't want to be like, I'm going to go see my nieces and nephews, or nephews Nephew, and yeah. I mean, nef- ne- And then, I, then it's pl- I have to do one yeah, plural, one singular? Yes, like, yes. So if they had a fourth kid, now I'm like, nieces and nephews? Like, why does this matter? There's three of them, and we're assigning them gender right now. Yep. What's the nice uh, statement? My favorite is the
1: dog, though. They have a dog, Murphy, who is this adorable... Wonderfully soft mm. uh, Labrador, Big Golden Retriever. I don't know Lab- Golden Retriever. Yeah, she's either a long haired Lab- Labrador, Labrador is that a or thing. Like,
0: I don't know what. Uh, Could you hear your voice through the headphones? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. Uh, see, normal podcasts would edit that out, but here you get the reality where our headphones are giving feedback. Oh, headphones! Sorry, as if we were in a real studio or we had, like, two headphones on and we're, like, yeah. listening. No, the headphones I have, like, on the table because I, I did spend two seconds making sure it sounded okay before we started. That yeah. is the level of quality you get here at Wham Show. Yep. It's always the best audio. Nobody's ever talking too fast, and my piercing laugh doesn't just ring in your ears on your daily commute as you tune in every day here at Wham Show. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, so we're gonna talk about something topical. Oh, now's the perfect now's thing. the time. Now we've talked about our families. Well, I think I'm just. Well, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I want to give people, like you know, a peek into our lives. Mm. Every time before we start talking bullshit about something. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, there's one thing that people. I know. I know we have some. Audience members in the US, some in the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, Something I've been chatting about at work or people have asked me about is Brexit, which uh, so today, or we're coming end of March, we've passed the original deadline. Um, It was was last Friday. No, I thought it was March 29th, which was last Friday.
0: Happy Brexit Day.
1: Um, But then they delayed it to April, maybe, or May, maybe, depending on whether the Maybe (laughs) That's a Theresa May pun Yeah, but it's absolutely amazing how much of an absolute shit show it's been And uh, basically you should watch the John Oliver thing If you can't, the biggest problem is the border between Northern Ireland and Ireland So Ireland is its own country And uh, Northern Ireland is part of the UK Uh, A border there would be an absolute tragedy because... Um, It was a focal point For a lot of violence um, Mm -hmm. And the um, You know Good Friday agreement Agreed that there would not be a border I believe Um, So it's basically figuring out What to do with that And then As well as that That I think is the hardest issue Then you have people on the extremes Who are just fine with What's called no deal So you don't agree To any treaties And just leave And we'll figure it out Um, And then you have people Who want a second referendum To because basically, they think the UK or the populace has realized how much of a terrible idea it is, um, or they want how the government. Polling just... is there. I don't know actually. I think it's tricky
0: to get a decent. Do you think have I talked about Theresa May on the show before? Did we start the show while we were in the UK or is it in the US? No, I think we're in the US. So I'm gonna do my little Theresa May thing. Yeah, and like I normally try not to. Ill of any British prime minister because one day I would, depending on what happens, like to become a citizen or a subject of Mm. the UK. Uh, That would be something I'd be into. And being nice to the prime minister seems like either a really fast way to get there because they can just like go make it happen, or a really slow way because you know they pull audio. No, no, they're like they're like blacklist that that guy that guy. Um, and I, ha- I had a little bit of hope with David Cameron back when we were there.
1: Like, okay, so I, mean, I, mean, I blame him for this whole thing.
0: Basically. Sure.
1: Anyway, okay. carry. Do you think he would disagree? He'd
0: be like, yeah, I know. I know, and I think history, I is,
1: history is not going to look on him favor- favorably.
0: Um, hey. He lost the vote, and he stepped down.
1: So basically, the reason I blame David Cameron is he ran on a platform of, okay. we will hold this referendum. And basically, to get himself elected, he was like, yes, we will ask the populace if we should remain in the EU. Um, after that vote happened, he stepped down as he was campaigning to remain in the EU. So it was a campaign promise that I think he made a little bit idly.
0: Um, no, but he had... Okay, no. I mean, yes, he... I think he has been more in the... Uh, well, yeah, wait, who's the... Pontius Pilate? yeah situation where like his party really wanted this and like the only way to put together the votes to take power was to say that this was going to happen it was his second then, run
1: and then yeah it's like totally on him that his morality
0: was yeah, wait, pontius pilot not a hero but it's more of a tragic figure than the like sorry if you if you're neither if you have no idea about british politics or Christian mythology. <laughs> this conversation is the most meaningless thing you've yeah. ever heard ever. Just skip ahead like. 10 so let's compare it all. to Jesus or the use like,
1: Star Jesus. Trek metaphors.
0: Who is the Pontius pilot? Who's
1: Ponch Who's the Pontius pilot of Star Trek? Okay, what's <sighs> a more not universal not.
0: metaphor? Uh, There's not a lot of them, and it's basically the person who kind of like. I mean, Faust is another, but it's different. It's a little different.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, because you, like, make... But he didn't make the you're, choice. You're calling them
1: scapegoats
0: in some ways. No, 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 no. Because they... It's when you're kind of a bureaucrat and you... Or a political agent, I guess. Yeah. And you skirt your own responsibility to fix it. So you didn't do the the right thing. Yeah. You certainly didn't do the, like, moral standing up for the principles you really believe in. You made a concession to the populace that you didn't agree with. And then in doing that, it went way worse than you thought it was going to go. And so that's interesting
1: because obviously we have this idea of politicians, the best thing you can do is represent the populace.
0: Yes, 100%. This is the insanity of this whole thing. Like David Cameron, uh, his his party, there is more Brexit or more EU... You skeptics in the conservative party right. and the, the left leaning parties and uh, there were enough skeptics in that group that when they did do a vote it did actually come out on their site maybe some regularities whatever but even if it's within 10% there would be enough within I can imagine this frustration of asking over and over I mean they've been asking for like 20 years to have a, another vote on this um, mm. maybe since the beginning uh, 1970s after the original vote then uh, or was it 80s I can't remember which um, but like he that there's no mo- there's no credit he certainly doesn't get any positive thing and he did not show himself to be a amazing prime minister who really but then like okay honestly on the other side of so you've got so we have Tony Blair mm. okay wait we got Thatcher right we'll just leave that there can go read about her, John Major, who I'm going to call a floppy appendage of a human being. Yeah. Uh, who then just kind of was in power, or uh, <laughs> he was in power for like ten minutes, and he was the
1: only prime minister I've met.
0: I know, yeah. I know, you did. I have you know. a picture of him.
1: This is turning into British uh, uh, prime minister. Real no, am yeah. Well, before. I'm
0: getting so for the Americans listening, like the the yeah. cool story, because they know they know uh, from he's. Margaret Thatcher, uh, very divisive figure. Either helped or hurt the UK deeply. Maybe both. I mean, and
1: neither. in a lot of ways, this mirrors the U.S. If you
0: compare Thatcher to Reagan, sure, a polarizing uh, yeah. figure. And then uh, John Major, she steps down because she. I guess she's power. the HW. Yeah. John Major's pretty, H.W. Yeah. I mean, pretty useless. Yeah, just those, like, yeah, 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 he just, he sat there. Yeah. Um, and probably did a horrific things sorry, but I'm not even talking about that. Right. But he was a conservative also, so no change of power. Then Tony Blair comes along, who's like, everybody in America knows, like.
1: Yeah, he's Clinton. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a Clinton. He's like, a centrist. He's a, yeah. you know, Democrat or Labor in the UK, so like a left-leaning party. Comes in with this, like, across the aisle, like. More pro-business. Yes, yes, yes okay. Definitely like a centrist leftist party And yep. like being charming And like, you know I'm Hopefully you've all seen The Queen Michael Sheen does a great job of portraying Tony Blair okay. um, But if you do uh, If you are interested in watching more about this uh, You should definitely watch The Deal Which was the prequel to The Queen um, The Queen being the Helen Mirren uh, Oscar winning film But basically him, Tony Blair And this other guy called Gordon Brown. Uh, Set up this deal That Tony Blair Would have the Prime Ministership For You know However many years And then Gordon Brown Would take over And they'd switch And Basically like Gordon Brown was Essentially the VP In this scenario And they agreed That after a set amount Of time they'd switch And Tony Blair did not Mm -hmm. um, Which is very
0: interesting Um, But then He did finally Step down Let Gordon uh, Step into the role and he was a floppy appendage for like six months. It wasn't long, maybe a year, year and a half. Was,
1: yeah, a couple of years
0: maybe. But I it just know. like like non-notable. Like but, I I mean that's when I moved to the UK and like he was a person who gave speeches. And that's what he did. He has a Scottish yeah. accent. Sorry, <laughs>
1: that is to say he is Scottish, not that just like <laughs> He's like the
0: Scot, first Scottish PM. No, I'm uh, I don't know actually. Maybe Anyway um. Well not the first one to own property Oh right and oh, title <laughs> Because of a 14th century Whatever So he's in And then like They call an election Because everybody's like Yeah this isn't going hot And then David Cameron comes in Who I consider A Moderately okay Republican Sorry conservative Wait, like, the first time he had to form a coalition. He did. He formed a coalition the first time, which is like a thing where you make a deal with a very, at the time-ish, left-leaning group, and they were kind of trying to modernize, maybe, and find like a middle ground between conservatism and uh, liberalism, which I really appreciated what they were trying. Did not go well for the people who were in the coalition. That party's now dead. Well, we're really giving a lot of details here. But uh, he... he uh, Cameron, who's a Perfectly serviceable, a little more interesting than Brown, Gordon Brown, uh, just did a solid-ish job. Like, nothing exploded, well, until the end, my the last, uh, no, like, I, you know, didn't agree with politics, like, but wasn't making huge moves, like, maybe undermining the NHS slowly sort of stuff, um, yeah. but nothing, like, no Thatcher-esque, like, big. It was the Tony Blair... Right. version for a conservative. Like you're like, well, you yeah. know. I mean, I believe right.
1: they passed gay marriage in the UK. Yeah, very supportive of that stuff. That uh,
0: they were pro environmental change, signed the Paris Accords. Yeah. Uh-huh. um Now, the worst part of the Cameron government was he had a Home Secretary at the time, which is basically like your well, uh, head of Homeland Security in the U.S. and a Home Secretary is like immigration border control like police police making sure the country's safe interior secretary too maybe here like like parks and stuff like anything about like managing the day-to-day of being a country with a border um the home secretary does and he had the worst one this home secretary would say terribly racist things said so many anti-gay things that you can't even start anti-muslim things And if you haven't figured out, it was Theresa May was his Home Secretary, Mm -hmm. and actually she was Shadow Home Secretary under Gordon Brown, and I hated her because she would say horrible things about. We were trying when we first got married. Actually, we got civil partnered at first because marriage wasn't a thing there, and like she was trying to like undermine the whole thing. And it's even like the first vows we said in a legal context were actually written by her department, and they were so bad that I laughed during our... My my future father-in-law, who luckily he doesn't hate me now. Like, literally, Michael and I and him, because he's our witness, like, sitting in this, like, sad little office. Um, just, like, a regular office. Like, imagine the office, and you're just in this sad little room, and it's just got, like, pictures of their kids or whatever, and this guy's, like, having us repeat stuff, and it was so terribly worded. The mister and husband and husband. It, it, it like... Nobody had rewritten anything except for to just throw in a couple of words and then make it very clear that this wasn't marriage. And, man, I should, like, we should look up what the text was. Because yeah. I I giggle. I was, like, giggling during it. And my father-in-law, who I had just met recently, and, like, his son's getting married to this guy who's laughing during the legal vows. But it was <laughs> Theresa May! Anyhow, so Cameron does the, makes a decision to the Brexit vote, it doesn't go the way he thought, and he stepped down. So now Theresa May is Prime Minister, and she's just going to make us all, she's in like the mode of the nanny who is going to make sure you swallow your medicine. No, no, you said you wanted this. Kid's like, I want six pizzas. And you're like, all right, you're eating all of them. And then the kid starts vomiting, and it's like, you're going to eat the pizza. That's my, yeah. Okay, Michael. Michael's um, done with my. Uh, <laughs> and now yeah. you're caught up. Yeah.
1: With I know, and it's it's just terrible. I and mean, I don't think, as much as I hate to admit it, I don't think Theresa May. I, I feel a little bit bad for her, in that she doesn't have any options. Uh, um, so this is yeah. the Pontius pilot. I blame David Cameron way more. No, but she she was handed something. David yeah. Cameron made the choice, and you cannot say
0: he did uh, not make the choice. If no, she's the guard after Pontius pilot, who's like. Well, we're doing this thing, like no. all these people are like, no, actually, we changed our mind. We changed our mind. And they're like, no, I'm gonna whip you now. Come on, no, nah. no, nah, they voted. They voted. Like we're doing this. Um, no, it's like it's way. She's she doesn't even want it the way she's doing it. She's like been kind of like she wasn't remain or she hasn't really. said Well, the problem way. is she she was remain. Right. Um, oh great! So yeah. now she's like, well, you voted, so here's what you're getting, you yeah. idiots.
1: But like, yeah, it's just. She so was a Remainer? Remember? Yeah. So then why... Oh. I don't know. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, like, so bizarre. And the people who voted to leave are just, like, not popular
0: and not... Um, yeah. You're still in power, and, enough. Well, yeah, I guess. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. so your home country may or may not be a country. Yeah. So, or a kingdom.
1: I think pretty soon, uh, if this goes through, I'd still... Like, it's so bizarre to say, I don't know... I don't even know what's going to happen to my country in a month. Or I don't know what my country is going to look like in a month. Um, Both of them. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, the US is bad. I don't know if it's, like, on the verge of breaking up in a month, per se. Not as directly. Right. Like, Um, very
0: literally, Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland could separate, like, I think I
1: think they should which sucks right like i when the scottish independence uh, vote happened i was like no no no, i think you should stay with the uk and now after
0: brexit stuff i'm like no you should have left to be honest like but this is where it's okay and i
1: think you should leave right now and join the this is where the
0: context is different if scotland is remaining with the rest of the uk and remaining with the eu it's We're saying that there are more complicated, stronger bonds between all of these countries. Like, the UK being a badly set up, but a super super, uh, friendship party. Except, obviously, it doesn't exactly work that way. And, anyway. But then, like, when the UK says we're leaving (laughs) the larger world, uh, larger community we're in. Right. Then... Every remain, it's, it's funny, it really shifts the whole perspective because you're like, Scotland actually will leave so that they can remain.
1: Yes. Like, yes. that's a weird, like, and so it the was only way to this-
0: remain part of the EU is to leave.
1: And when this, when the Brexit vote first happened, Scotland, like, basically, um, Salmon, uh, who's kind of like the head of the parliament in Scotland or ran for whatever. Um, she was like, "Okay, uh, we need to have a second, like, Scottish independence vote." And the ruling was that it has to wait till after Brexit has happened. So I can see that in the next year being put back to a referendum in Scotland. I mean, it has and to. All, I, I think Northern Ireland, unless they remain, unless they remain. And this intrusion. is this is what's so weird. Like, even that's on the table right now. Even. Um, Like, just cancelling the whole process, having a second referendum, leaving without a deal. All these things are totally possible, and, um... Like, how... Like, regardless
0: of what happened, how weak... And I don't mean, like, via willpower or some sort of thing, but, like, how messed up does it make the UK look that... Like, at this point, to remain.
1: Like, okay. If after going through this whole process... We then decide to remain Yeah, it's like Okay, I'd say that's like In history And I like to think broadly like Yeah, of course we I, like to, think in the history, I think yeah. we both think of ourselves yeah. As people who like to think about impact mm-hmm. Because I, I think Not being a straight couple We can't Or we don't have kids As easily Obviously gay couples can have kids We keep trying um, But like <laughs> Our history and is, is broad Or I like to think of my history quite broadly And I think, yeah, like I would Like to think it would be an
0: embarrassment
1: But like anything It could be a blip
0: Yeah, but like, would it How would it set up The people who voted to leave A little bit of a protest vote A little bit of whatever Maybe misinformed, right? Like, whatever Um, What changes about their view In this whole thing? Do they feel more heard? Or less. And I think the answer is less. And I'm not saying that you should do it because of that, but I the answer has to be less. And then the UK has been the country on the edge of Europe, sort of both the found not a founding member, but like one of the biggest members and yeah. the most votes. Economies, yeah. Well and votes. Yeah. But been like, we don't want the same currency. We we don't yeah. like the core sickness that has been the UK's view of itself I mean come on, four countries in one what is that? And like yeah. one of the four countries isn't even a country it's on the edge of like clearly it's part of a different country
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. see so this is where I'm going to lose my <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so uh, Northern think- Ireland it should be part of Ireland Sorry, <laughs> I just said that That's well, fine, Palestine should be independent, done <laughs> if We lost listeners, you leave Um. Are we done? Do we just lose all going. of our... Yeah, maybe. Do we just... Maybe no one's listening. All of our speaking, Israeli hawks are and our, our Northern Irish. Uh, but, like, okay. Unionists. Unionists, sorry, that's... Like,
1: uh, unionist is the word for someone who believes that Northern Ireland should be part of the UK. But
0: how about we just, um, like, get rid of the UK part, all of these countries? No, wait,
1: sorry, unionist... Oh, shit. No, unionist is...
0: I don't know who the union means. Wait, there's
1: loyalist. Yeah, sorry, lo- it's the opposite. It. <laughs> loyalist is loyal to the UK. Unionist is there should be a singular, a singular country called Ireland.
0: Well, there could be two, but like... Two like...
1: You two know, like, Irish
0: countries. Yeah, like... That's fine. East. Make a second decision about whether or not you like, two want to like get together. Sudan and South Sudan. Yeah like that's fine You don't have to Not be northern Or have a different Identity Um I mean it just all Gets back to the idea Of countries Is kind of stupid But
1: Yeah or, Okay I, I now have to Look up What yeah, actually Unionist Cause I feel terrible That I don't Actually Okay whatever
0: please. Yeah, Now we're, we're I'm spending a lot Of my next year In Ireland So this is This is really Gonna be fun Now <laughs> I realize Uh Should we just Edit this out the answer is no, Michael. We do not edit. <laughs> we do not edit. You come here for real talk. We talk about real things together. No, I think I think loyalist is the people who love the Queen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Anyway, oh. wait. Okay, so we've been spending a lot of time in Ireland. I'm just going to talk about Ireland, like the Republic, uh, separately. So I always, as a gay guy never felt comfortable with people from the irish republic you can judge traditionally traditionally just being because i knew it was a very religious country and very hostile traditionally to lgbt people um like the catholic church does not uh well yeah hmm. almost no churches the matter uh have a friendly opinion of gay people And that's a country that was very much ruled by the church. And it made me worry that any person I was meeting, I didn't know if they'd be hostile or not. Turns out, uh, the Republic of Ireland has uh, changed their mind on an awful lot of things. Number one thing they've changed their mind about is uh, the Catholic Church. Hmm. They are done with it for the most part, Um, it's insane the abuse scandals there have rocked the foundations of their society and broken sort of the original things that were making them, I don't know, fearful or against change and listening to their local priest and all that stuff. Like, that's done. And so, it's really interesting. Ireland's now a deeply secular country and their prime minister is gay, like, or I'm sorry it's a different name The Prime Minister I know President is, is a name I don't remember it Whatever Their leader yeah. is gay Like And an immigrant Or children of everything Whatever Wait uh, the, Okay Yeah
1: Anyway that's and I know they've been Having a lot of laws Recently that Are
0: super awesome And like well, I mean, There was what, one recently
1: About abortion That was super cool
0: Like Oh yeah they had a vote And they yeah. legalized abortion Oh yeah 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 Like a referendum They put it in their constitution Yeah It went from totally illegal To now in their constitution Uh, That country has all my respect right now Yeah Um, I am I am sorry for things that I thought they would judge about me in the past And I realized that I was judging them Um, And maybe back then I don't think things were necessarily great Yeah I think whenever you have a super religious
1: country Especially for LGBT folks You need to uh, Be wary Yeah And <laughs> like Sorry Both of the countries We are from And have adopted As our homes Are like that In some ways There are certain areas I don't feel comfortable yeah, Traveling sure.
0: to in the US And uh, In the UK also Like um, But it's, it's, it's I find Ireland So fa- The Republic So fascinating Now Just because The seismic shift Like In the US Like I think for It has been a big shift After the abuse scandals In the Catholic Church About just catholics but they were you know i mean what, 15 20 something like that like it's a depending on your area maybe 70 percent, but like not like the country was sort of controlled by the church for a long time and then mm-hmm. when that group breaks and you're kind of left as a country to figure out what do you really believe in and like they've made a very clear stance that they welcome other people to their country and like welcome people different than them and like uh, i i'm i'm in i am yeah. i'm so sorry for any thing i thought before that
1: no it's it's super awesome that in a you know you hear a lot of news stories about how the right wing's on the rise and like nationalism's on the rise and like all these kind of like anti immigrant uh, anti immigration stuff is on the rise and um it is really nice to see this like couple of pockets of democracy that are
0: not (laughs)
1: following that path
0: yeah well i mean historically like if you look at the northern ireland versus republic thing the stereotype i had as american growing up was the republic very undereducated very religious oriented the north way more uh pragmatic business oriented um and what's happened is this has shifted mm-hmm. entirely yeah. so uh the the republic of ireland has a gay leader the in uh, michael in the uk is gay marriage legal yes or no yes not in northern ireland oh uh, yeah no it's not legal still, in northern not. Mar- still not still not legal in northern ireland northern <laughs> ireland gay marriage is legal illegal sorry it is insane the thing that kind of... In the original early, mid-20th century fight here was the more, quote-unquote... Mid-21st
1: century. 21st. I don't think in, you mean the 1900s. 1950s.
0: In the early, mid... Whatever. I just... Okay, I okay, okay. Early, mid, late, okay. middle century. I don't know which century, but... Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been really interesting. Like, what's actually happened is the they've been held back, even from the progressiveness of English people. Like, separate from Scottish and Welsh. Not known necessarily for their progressivism, depending on the era and how you want to slice it. But, uh, no, it's it's just, it's fascinating to me and it's really interesting. I'm I'm very honored to get, to be involved with The Republic because I think they're on a really good path right now and hopefully Hmm. can become a great beacon of how you can be both pro-business and like socialist and pro-people and yeah. pro-trade all at the same time you don't have to like fight these things against each other well yeah. what a casual conversation we've I had know. this has been a roller coaster. Uh, do you remember the 10 minutes I spent explaining an American trying to explain the Prime Minister since I do Thasher? fondly it's great okay. The audience that's still left <laughs> Does too uh, uh, Yeah um, I'm super excited Any final notes after this Brexit heavy okay. politics British politics uh,
1: Final notes uh, You should see us The new Jordan Peel, And I'm super excited for the new Twilight Zone That's my wrap up
0: Here's my wrap up For every tweet sent to, at Wham Show, W-H-A-M Show, we will do another episode.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. So, every one uh, tweet, we will spend a full, like, 40 minutes of our lives drinking. I'm thinking we should
1: do a, you know the the Julia Childs film where Amy Adams cooks everything from that recipe book? Amy and Amy? I think it's called Amy Amy and Amy. Uh, I don't know Amy and Adams That would be a good one Uh, So I want to do that With the cocktail book
0: And I think that might Help No I want I want want to make them work Michael Oh okay Sorry We're not doing this for free Okay I mean we're literally Doing this for free But if you're out there If you hear us If anybody's out there Anyhow our thousands of fans Will flood us now And we'll have to work Till The end of time 2020 Uh No, okay. As we're wrapping up, though, I'm gonna have a little bit of reality. Our listenership is crazy variable. (laughs) One episode out of the blue will get like a lot of people listening, and then there'll be like one that has like ten. As far as my, I think think we just need my pod bean. Better retweets. That's my. don't uh, use Twitter anymore. What do people use now? Can we Instagram this podcast?
1: TikTok. I think TikTok is is a thing. Can can we TikTok
0: this podcast? I don't know. Maybe. Can we be Terry Gross?
1: On TikTok? Yes. We could beat Terry Gross on TikTok. Oh, be. Oh, be. be. I don't want to beat Terry Gross. I could beat Terry Gross on TikTok. Uh,
0: now I think of it. I could I probably what... beat up Terry Gross if I wanted to. I'm yeah. not trying to brag here. I'm not trying to brag here, people. On that note, quote, I could beat up Terry Gross. I'm not trying to brag here, people. I think it's time to end this episode. Good night. Bye. Bye.